Hare Krishna, I welcome you all to Everyday Chant Harinam conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Sarudik Das Prabhu from India to enlighten us on verse uh, 1 and 2 from chapter 9 of Canto 5. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. Um, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and you. If you are ready, please take over the call, Prabhuji. Thank you, Mataji. Please accept my obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. And my obeisances to all the devotees on the call. Good morning to you. Uh, today we're reading Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 9. And we'll read text 1 and 2 as they're grouped together. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Narotamam. Devim Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udirayat. Nashta Prayeshabaddeshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhakti Bhavati Naishtaki. So considering that this verse doesn't have a meter to it, and I'm not a Sanskrit person, let us go to the, skip directly to the word-for-word translation. Shri Shuka Uvacha, Shukadev Goswami continued to speak, Atta, thereafter, Kasya Chit, Avsam, Vijavarasya, Brahmana, Angira Paravasya, Pravarasya, one who came in the dynasty of the great saint Angira, Shama, control of the mind, Dhamma, control of the senses, Tapa, practice of austerities and penances, Svadhyaya, recitation of the Vedic literatures, Ajayana, studying, Tyaga, renunciation, Santosha, satisfaction, Titiksha, tolerance, Prashraya, very gentle, Vidya, knowledge, Anasuya, without envy, Atmagyana Ananda, satisfied in self-realization. Yuktasya, who is qualified with Atmasadvisha, and exactly like himself. Shruta, in education. Shila, in character. Achara, in behavior. Rupa, in beauty. Audharya, in magnanimity. Gunaha, possessing all these qualities. Namasu Udharya, Nine brothers born of the same womb, Angajaha, sons Bahuba, Bahubu, were born, Mitunam, a twin brother and sister, Cha, and Yaviyasyam, in the youngest, Baryayam, wife, Ya, who, Tu, but, Tatra, there, Puman, the male child, Tam, him, Parama Bhagavatam, the most exalted devotee. Rajarishi of saintly kings, Prabharam, most honored, Bharatam, Bharat Maharaj, Utsrishta, having given up Mrigasharira, the body of a deer, Charamasharirena, with the last body, Vipratvam, being a Brahmana, Gatam, obtained Ahu, they said. Translation, Srila Shukadeva Goswami continued, My dear king, after giving up the body of a deer, Bharat Maharaj took birth in a very pure Brahmana family. There was a Brahmana who belonged to the dynasty of Angira. He was fully qualified with Brahminical qualifications. He could control his mind and senses, and he had studied the Vedic literatures and other subsidiary literatures. He was expert in giving charity, and he was always satisfied, tolerant, very gentle, learned, and non-envious. He was self-realized and engaged in the devotional service of the Lord remained always in a trance. He had nine equally qualified sons by his first wife, and by his second wife he begot twins, a brother and a sister, of which the male child was said to be the topmost devotee and foremost of saintly kings, Bharat Maharaj. This, then, is the story of the birth he took after giving up the body of a deer. Purport by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bharat Maharaj was a great devotee, but he did not attain success in one life. In Bhagavad Gita, it is said that a devotee who does not fulfill his devotional duties in one life is given the chance to be born in a fully qualified Brahmana family or a rich Khatriya or Vaishya family. Suchinam Srimatam Gehe. 
Bharat Maharaj was the firstborn son of Maharaj Vishwabha in a rich uh, Kattriya family. But due to his willful negli- negligence of his spiritual duties and his excessive attachment to an insignificant deer, he was obliged to take birth as a son of a deer. However, due to his strong position as a devotee, he was gifted with the remembrance of his past life, being repentant. He remained in a solitary forest and always thought of Krishna. Then he was given the chance to take birth in a very good Brahmana family. This verse in purport is full of things we can talk about. Um, I'd like to focus first on what it means to be a Brahmana. Uh, Sometimes devotees think that I've been a devotee for a couple of years now, maybe three, four years, at least a year, according to our uh, ISKCON policies. Now I've, I've gotten a second initiation and I am a Brahmana. This is a misunderstanding. Brahmana is by quality. Initiation gives one the opportunity by chanting Gayatri Mantra, by meditating on the Lord, to make progress in spiritual life. By chanting Hare Krishna, we meditate on the Lord in a general way as the Supreme Lord. We approach Him as God. In By chanting Gayatri Mantras, seven Gayatri Mantras, Brahma Gayatri, Guru Gayatri, Gaur Gayatri, Govinda, and Kam Gayatri, by chanting Gopal Gayatri, rather, and Kam Gayatri, by chanting these mantras, we meditate in a specific way. Gopi Janavalava, um, Kama Dev, Pushpavanaya, um, Vishambaraya. We offer our consciousness unto Vishambar, unto Kama Dev, unto Gopi Janavalava. We fix our consciousness and fine-tune our relationship with the Lord. But someone, sometimes devotees misunderstand, well, it says in Shastra that you don't even need initiation to achieve perfection in spiritual life by the chanting of the Holy Name. The, the Holy Name is in itself a perfect process. And this indeed is true. We read in Shastra, Dhanavrata Tapastyaga, I'm forgetting the verse now. Rajasa Yashame Nanam Gyanasa Yatnavastana Akrishya Harina Sarva Stapitu Stapita Swena Namasu. That whatever benefit we get from Tyaga, renunciation, from Tirti Yatra, from austerity, from charity, Tirti Yatra, holy bath, sadhyaya, studying shastra, whatever benefit accrues to us by all of these things is available simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. So it is true, without doubt, that these things are available just by chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra, perfect and complete process. But, Srila Prabhupada explains in one purport that because in this age of Kali, we are born into all kinds of, you know, all desire and hate and obstructed by many material desires and misconceptions of life how to purify. So Hare Krishna chanting gives us a foundation, but chanting Gayatri Mantra fine-tunes our relationship and is a specific meditation on the personality of God in His different activities in Goloka Vrindavan. Because when we chant Hare Krishna, are we thinking of Krishna in Dwarka? Are we thinking of Krishna in Mathura? Are we thinking of Krishna uh, killing demons? Are we thinking of Krishna uh, in the arms of Mother Yashoda? Are we thinking of Krishna dancing with the gopis? Are we thinking of Krishna sporting with the coward boys? 
how are we thinking of Krishna? So Gayatri Mantra is a means by which we fix our mind in a specific relationship with the Lord and ultimately, as Srila Prabhupada explains, reveals to us in due course of time our own spiritual identity in relationship with that mantra because Gayatri is mantra. So by chanting this mantra, it's uh, uh, hoped that in due course of time we develop the qualities of a Brahmana. But just putting a thread on your shoulder or chanting Gayatri Mantra does not make you Brahmana. Brahmana is always by quality. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Chaturvanyam Maya Shishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasa that the Vibhagasa or divisions in human society are always by Guna and Karma, not by birth. It's not that one is born a Brahmana anymore, and, but they make, they make this stupid argument. So they say, oh, horses only get, beget horses, rabbits beget rabbits, crows beget crows, and Brahmins beget Brahmins. But they misunderstand and ignore this essential uh, statement of the Lord in Bhagavad Gita, the ABC of spiritual life, that there's no mention of birth. And Yudhishthira Maharaj was instructed in the same way by Dard Muni, who said, Yasya Lakshanam Proctum Pungsa Varna Vyabanjika Yad Anyatrapi Dushyata Tatina Vavinyudishad. That if one is born in a family of Brahmanas, but his behavior, his quality, his behavior, his guna and karma, his behavior, his work, his nature is that of a Shudra, then he is a Shudra. By his activity, by his qualities, not by his birth. And, and conversely, if someone is born in a lower class family, if he has the qualities of a Brahma, then he is to be accepted as a Brahmana. This is Shastra. This, and we understand these statements by Shastravini Mutsraja Vartate Kama Karata. Nasa Siddhima Vapnuti Nasukam Naparamgati. We accept these statements of Shastra. Then Shastra says that if one is uh, maybe born in a family of Brahmanas, but if he is lacking the qualification of a brahmana, then he can't deliver even himself. But if a person is born even in a family of dog eaters and becomes a pure devotee by the practice of brahminical culture, which is meant to bring us to the stage of pure devotional service, brahminical life is actually a stepping stone. It's not a goal unto itself. If he becomes a pure devotee, he delivers his whole family, generations of his family by his, on, a, on the strength of his relationship with the Lord. Being born a Brahmana does not necessarily include having a relationship with the Lord. So we should understand these things and not just be satisfied, okay, now I'm wearing a thread, I can worship the deity, I can cook, I can, I can go out preaching, people respect me, now I'm a Brahmana, see this thread. You know, if you don't have the qualities of a Brahmana, it's just a thread. The thread signifies one's Brahminical status. And this whole system is given to us by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur because in Vedic culture, there was no sacred thread. There was no, in, in Vaishnavism, there's no sacred thread that was given in uh, original Vedic culture. And, and we look at our own Sampradaya. Bhakti Vinod Thakur didn't wear a sacred thread. Gorkishore Das Babaji didn't wear a sacred thread. Jagannath Das Babaji didn't wear, wear a sacred thread. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur initiated this system of giving the sacred thread and Gayatri Mantra to persons of any uh, social background, any family background, to, as a challenge to the so-called Brahminical elitist mentality that my father is a Brahmin, therefore I'm a Brahmin. And my challenge to them, people who think, who erroneously present this idea that I am a Brahmin because my father is a Brahmin. I tell them my father was an orthopedic surgeon. My father was a surgeon. Can I operate on you? Does it make me qualified as a surgeon because my father was? This is a foolish idea. Completely foolish idea. And against the principles of Shastra. So Srila Prabhupada wanted in all our acharyas, this is the whole idea behind Saraswati Thakur's revolutionary giving sacred thread to non-Brahmanas, born in non-Brahman families, giving saffron cloth, giving danda, sannyas initiation, to every class of person. This is specifically meant to increase the numbers 
of Vaishnavas and give them a tangible means by which they can make progress in spiritual life, how they can purify their heart and awaken the highest devotional sentiments for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. It's very scientific. But this is revolutionary. This is a revolutionary system given to us by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur that anyone can make progress. We re- and we read, it's supported by Shastra, we read in Bhagavatam, uh, Bhagavad Gita, Mahi Partivya Pashritya, Yepi Su Papa Yonaya, Striyo Vaishastata Chudras, Tepi Yanti, Paramgatim. That anyone of any social status, economic status, educational status, doesn't matter. If he takes shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he goes back to Godhead. Any other so-called benefit are described in the Shastra just as decorations on a dead body. Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya, Jati Shastam Japastapa, Apranasya Evadehasya, Mandanam Loka Ranjanam. That they may, in some, Prabhupada explains that some families, they take the dead body and they spend lakhs of rupees to decorate the body, make an elaborate funeral ceremony, but it's just a dead body. What is the meaning? It's wasted energy. It's wasted money. It's wasted effort to decorate a dead body. So in the same way, if one has some brahminical qualification, but he's not a devotee of the Lord, if he's Bhagavad Bhakti Hinasya, if he has no feeling for God, what is the meaning to his so-called birth as a Brahmin? It's all useless. So our Acharyas, and specifically our beloved Srila Prabhupada, had intense desire to create a class of Brahmanas for the upliftment of human society. This is what this thread is for. And, and for ladies also who are chanting Gayatri Mantra and these seven Gayatri Mantras and who don't wear a thread, same applies to them. Our society is meant to educate and uplift the degraded culture of this Kali Yuga society. This is a specific purpose because what is Brahman's business? He's meant to give, uh, teach Shastra and study Shastra. He's meant to accept charity and give in charity. He's meant to worship the deity and teach other people to worship the deity. In other words, to make more brahmanas. Become brahmana and teach other people the principles by which one can develop the qualities of a brahmana. So, society without this, without a class of pure devotees, not just thread-wearing brahmanas, two-pice brahmanas, but who have a relationship with the Lord, who have established a relationship with the Lord by sadhana, by practice of devotional life, by meditating on this specific form, highest understanding of the Lord, not as, as Vishnu in Vaikuntha, not as, as Krishna in Mathura, but as Krishna in Goloka Vrindavan, Krishna in Vrindavan. This highest thing that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is meant for the benefit of human society. Chaitanya Rupa Goswami prayed to him, Anarpita chirim chirat karunaya abatirna kolo samarpaitum unato jalara samsa bhakti shriyam hari purata sundara juta kadambi sandipita sadavrade kandare spiritu vasa chinandara Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give swabhakti shriyam his own uh, emotional ecstasy, his own attachment, ecstatic love of God, Krishna prema, prema purusharta mahan, the highest objective of human life. And this is what this ISKCON society is meant to do. Because there's many Gaudiya institutions that are preaching very nicely all over the world. But examine the, the uh, accomplishments of ISKCON in comparison. There is no comparison. Other institutions, we can use an analogy, they're riding, they're riding a bicycle and ISKCON's flying in a jet with 800 uh, temples and preaching centers all over the world, 260,000 books distributed, hospitals, farm projects, guru kulas, restaurants. There's no comparison to the accomplishment of Srila Prabhupada. But this was accomplished by this, on this principle of preaching Krishna consciousness and being qualified to cr- preach Krishna consciousness. Because just putting a thread on your shoulder doesn't make you qualified. We have to become qualified, and those qualifications are mentioned here in the purport. Let's examine some of them. First thing, and this, this mirrors many of the things we find in Bhagavad Gita also. But there, there is a karma, there's a way in which Brahmanas work. 
their qualities and which a, a brahmana lives by. So we have to develop those qualities to be known as brahmanas, as a brahminical society that's fit to lead society because brahmins are meant to lead society. Not the kshatriyas, not the vaishyas. We discussed this in a previous class. How the intelligent class of persons have been purchased. They've been bought off by the vaishya class. The intelligent classes of persons are learning how to make hypersonic nuclear bombs and flat screen TVs and mobile phones and all kinds of electronic gadgets. That requires deep intelligence, no doubt. But that intelligence is meant to be used to uplift society, not make society not to create hell on earth. It's meant to uplift society. Krishna says, I'm the intelligence of an intelligent person and it's meant for Krishna. But we find they've all been bought by the Vaishyas. They give them big salaries and they use their intelligence to create these ungodly, horrific electronic gadgets that are meant to create destruction in the world. So, to create a class of Devotee Brahmanas, this is the principle of Daivi Vanashram that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi Thakur introduced to the world. Understanding the desire of his father, our Srila uh, Prabhupada said we're all part of Bhakti Parivar, the family of Bhakti Thakur. Understanding the desire of Bhakti Thakur, he distilled that down and presented this Daivi Vanashram system where Brahmana from any class, a, devo- a person from any class can accept the Brahminical principles and preach Krishna consciousness to, for the upliftment of society. But it's by quality. Therefore, it's mentioned here, first thing, Shama, control of the mind. This is the most difficult thing. We read in Bhagavatam, the, the story of the Brahmana, who, left, who experienced great loss in his life. He ultimately took sannyasa and he was tormented by his, the persons who he previously tormented, you know, don't get mad, get even. They went and they urinated on his food. They passed foul air in his face. They stole his danda. They stole his japamala. They called him foul names. They threw rotten vegetables. They tormented him in every way. But he simply tolerated. Because his realization was, my suffering at the hands of these people is not the fault of any other thing. Not my karma. Not by destiny. Not by nakshatra. Not by the planets. Not by any other thing. I'm suffering because of one thing and that is my mind. And if we think about our own life, why do we become unhappy? What, where do we experience unhappiness? Unhappy, in our hand? We under, we, in, our, in our forehead? In our stomach? Of course, if we're hungry, we're unhappy. But where do we experience unhappiness? We experience unhappiness in our mind. Mind is where lust lives, where anger lives, where envy lives where frustration and fear and jealousy, all of those negative qualities live in our mind. So the very first principle of making progress in spiritual life means control your mind. And this is Krishna's recommendation in Bhagavad Gita also. Jitatmana prashantasya paramatma samahita sitoshnasukudukeshu tatamana pramaneo If one is jita atmana, if he conquers the, the, man, the uh, pushing of the mind, the, the uh, intense control of the mind, being dragged in the chariot of the mind, if one conquers that, what is the result? Prashantasya. He becomes happy. He becomes peaceful. Don't we want peacefulness? Don't we want to be happy in life? Everyone wants happiness. But we'll never become happy if we don't learn to control our mind. And the first principle of controlling the mind is to understand it's not me. I'm not my mind. It's much easier to, to understand and have realization of how we're different from our body. You look at your hand. We can clearly see there's skin and hair and fat and blood and tendons and nerves and blood vessels and bones. And t- This isn't me. What part of that? Am I a fingernail? No, I have a fingernail. I have a hand, but I'm different from my hand. Easy thing to understand. But we identify with the body. We identify with the hand. We identify with the body because of the mind. And when we become angry, we think, I am angry. I am justifiably angry. You have offended me. This happens in our mind. 
So if you want peacefulness, prashantasya, jitatmana, conquer your mind. Sutoshna, sukudukeshu, tatamana pamanayo. If one conquers his mind, winter and summer, same. Honor and dishonor, same. Happiness and distress, same. Because he's achieved the platform of the soul. Brahma, he's crossed over, he's jumped over the dictate, the dragging nature of the mind. And he's come to the spiritual platform. Brahma Bhuta, Prasanatma, Nasochati, Nakankshati, Samasadeshu Bhuteshu, Madbhaktim Labhate Param. If we want bhakti, if we want to make real progress in spiritual life, this is required to control the mind. Jitatmana, Sama, control of the mind. This is Brahma Bhuta Plan. Nasochati, Nakankshati, no hankering, no lamentation. You see every living being equally. Your friend is your friend. Your enemy is your friend. Neutral party is your friend. You're the, the whole world is your friend because you've conquered your mind. And madbhaktin labhate param. From this stage, we take off in spiritual life. Sometimes I see it's a very disturbing tendency. I see this come to our ISKCON society. People talk about gopi bhava and manjuri bhava, sakya bhava and gopis and you know, you have Are you even following the rules and regulate the basic principles of spiritual life? Four rules and regulations. Do you chant job? Are you initiated devotee? Do you have a sadhana? They're talking a big talk. This is offensive. Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was called by his friend. He paid a visit, return visit to a friend. He said, "Come upstairs. A great sadhu. He's speaking." So Saraswati Thakur said, "Yes, yes. Let us go." They walk upstairs. The man speaking. Uh, Panchadhyaya, Ras Lila, Srimad Bhagavatam. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur folded his hands and excused himself. He said, if I stay here and listen to this, I am making an offense to my spiritual master. So we should be aware of these things. They're in Shastra. They're in Krishna book. Prabhupada gave it to the world. But don't think that you've come to that stage. Shastra says, Shatta, mm, Shatta Varshani, uh, that Lord Brahma meditated for 60,000 years and did austerity for 60,000 years to try to understand what is the exalted nature of the Brajbasis. Nanda Maharaj, the Maya, the Gopis, the Gopas. He said, even Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, he said, still I could not understand. And we see neophyte devotees talking about it like they've become Rasika devotees. All bogus. ABC, focus on ABC. Did we ever hear Srila Prabhupada talking in this way? Manjuri Bab. Sitting in Radhakun, doing lack of nam. He never spoke like this. Why did he speak? What was his bhajan? His bhajan was Dehino Sminyata Dehi. You're not your body. Your, his bhajan was... Uh, we're not proprietors. Krishna is the proprietor. He spoke Bhagavad Gita. Have we ever, did we ever hear a lecture anytime where Srila Prabhupada didn't quote Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam? He presented this, the ABCs of spiritual life, and from the ABCs we will automatically come, to, and this is the principle that we should understand. These higher principles what to speak of the lower ones of control of the mind, control of the senses. Everything comes from this practice of sadhana bhakti. Because we're beggars. We're begging mercy from the Lord. Please give me your mercy. I want to love you. I don't want just to know you, to worship you. I want to love you. We have to beg for that. We have to cry for that. My exalted godbrother, Trishimad Gorgobinda Maharaj, used to say, I've opened a crying school. How to learn to cry for Krishna because this is the price. Lolium lalamasi mai. How to cry for Krishna. How to have greed for Krishna because this is the, the process of getting bhakti. Getting, lo, getting actual raga, rati, feeling for Krishna. To develop that. And how do we develop the greed for Krishna? By sadhana, vaidhi bhakti. So there's a class of person thinks, I can skip all over this. These are for neophytes controlling of your mind, controlling of the senses. This is all for neophytes. No, it's not. It's every advanced devotee has passed through these stages. He never he didn't skip over them. 
Nobody skips over them. Just like an educational institution. You don't skip from kindergarten to high school or from high school to PhD. You go through Bhaktir, Ratir, um, Shraddha, Ratir, Bhaktir, Anukramishyati. Kramishyati means Kramena. Step by step. We don't jump over anything. This is our process. To go out and, and preach Krishna consciousness, to open temples, to distribute books, to be the best devotee we can be and pray for mercy. One great Vaishnavacharya, Prabodhananda Sarasati Thakur, prayed, Yata Yata Gora Padara Vinde, Vindeta Bhaktim Kritapunya Rashi, Tata Tutot Sarvati Riddhikasmat, Radha Padamboja Sudhamburasi. That if you want Radha Dasyam, if you want this highest, most esoteric relationship with the Lord and His devotees, then how do you get it? You serve Gora. Yata Yata Gora Padara Vinde, take shelter of the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And by their grace, by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this opportunity, greatest life's opportunity to become a servant of Srimati Radharani, highest objective of Gaudiya Vaishnavism is possible only by serving Gora, not otherwise. You can't jump over that. You can't jump over the rules and regulations. Na shastya vartadekamakarata na sasiddhim avapnoti na sukam na paramgatim If we reject shastya if you think you can jump over this and, and pretend, oh, I'm a Manjuri, I'm a Gopa, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm part of Mother Yashoda's entourage. It's all bogus. Chant your japa. Follow the rules and pray, beg, cry for that feeling. And maybe it will come to you. Maybe it will come to you. Prabhupada would quote this verse, Itam satam brahma sukhan ubutya dasyam gatanam paradhaivatena Four classes of person. Someone who is worshipping the Lord with all reverence. Someone who thinks that Supreme Brahman, there's nothing more than Supreme Brahman. Another person thinks, oh, who is Krishna? He's just Maya. It's an illusion. It's a fairy story. It's a, it's a, a myth. There's another person. Sakam bijaru kritapunya punja. Who, who practice Krishna bhakti, sadhana for lifetimes. And now, what is he doing? He's playing with Krishna. Sridham is grabbing Krishna and <laughs> wrestling him to the ground. They're eating food off Krishna's plate. Krishna's eating food off their plate. They're in love with each other. Eternally laughing, joking, playing, eating, singing, dancing. This is the objective of Krishna Bhakti. And we get it by sadhana. You don't jump over sadhana. So sadhana begins here. Sama control of the mind. Next thing, Dhamma, control of the senses. Senses are always demanding satisfaction. We have to learn to control mind and senses. How? Shastra tells us by practice and by detachment. We have to learn to neglect our mind. My mind will, mind will say the most insane propositions. We say, you stupid mind, rascal mind, demon mind, you be quiet. I'm in charge, you shut up. Same thing with the senses. They may make, make so many uh, inappropriate, adharmic demands. We neglect them. We acknowledge, okay, that's there, but that has nothing to do with me. I'm pure spirit soul, part and parcel of Krishna. I'm an eternal living being. And this body is nothing. It's a flash in the pan. It's a grain of dust. It's a myth. It's a mirage. Why should I be controlled by my mind and my body? So we have to neglect the demands of the mind and senses. And because this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught this. Vairagya Nija Bhakti Yoga Sikshatameka Purusha Purana Shri Krishna Chaitanya Sharira Dhari Kripambudhir Yastamaham Prabhadde That Sarvabhama Bhattacharya prayed to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in this way that you came to teach this thing Vairagya and Vidya it begins, spiritual life begins with this, with knowledge and detachment. And as we develop our knowledge and detachment, then some day, maybe some lifetime, we'll be qualified to have this precious, most priceless, rarefied gift of love of God. So these are the qualities, sama, dhamma, control of tapa, practice of austerities and penances. Srila Prabhupada encapsulated that in simply four rules. Don't take intoxication, no meat eating, 
no illicit sex, no gambling. That's, that's about the max, and devotees have a hard time with that, frankly. This is about the maximum austerity we can do in this Kali Yuga. Anything more than that, for what? For what? We should follow Prabhupada's example. He wasn't lying on a bed of nails. He wasn't sitting surrounded by fire in the middle of summer meditating. He didn't immerse his body in the Ganges in the, in, in the middle of December, freezing his body, burning his body, torturing his body. For what? Krishna, you'll never get Krishna by this. Prema is never available by austerity. So we practice little austerity just to keep our senses and mind on track. And this, auster- this little austerity, which is given, is Guru Vakya, is given by our Acharyas. If we follow that, following in their example, Mahajano Yenakata Sampanta, following in the path trod by Mahajans, Dharma Sitaktam Nihitam Guhayam. Dharma, not easily understood. But how do we get it? Mahajano Yenakata follow in the footsteps of great devotees, of Acharyas. So we should follow Srila Prabhupada. Have a comfortable life. You're not going to get Krishna by selling your house and living under a tree. You're not going to get Krishna by just eating a handful of rice. You're not going to get Krishna by wearing rags. Lead a comfortable life. But don't live an extravagant life. There's a big difference between comfortable life and extravagant life. I worked for 20 years in the jewelry industry, fixing watches and fixing jewelry. So a... $50,000 Rolex, 18 karat gold Rolex watch with a diamond bezel does the same thing as a $10 Timex from Walmart. It, t- it tells you what time it is. So we need to know what time it is. So buy a watch. But you don't need to spend $50,000, $75,000, $300,000 for a platinum watch just to tell you what time it is. This is extravagance life. Live a comfortable life. And practice these simple austerities. And next thing, and what is the result of that? Santosh. We become satisfied. The real art of life is to be satisfied. But people in illusion, and this is the saddest thing, people beat their heads against the wall for satisfaction and they never become satisfied because they think sense gratification will satisfy me. This is impossible. Yehi sansparsaja bhoga dukkayonaya evate. Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita, very important principle. The materialistic person thinks, by sansparsh bhoga, by bringing my senses in contact with their objects, I will become satisfied. But what does Krishna say? Dukkayonaya evate. This is the source of our dissatisfaction. The exact opposite result is achieved by sansparsh bhoga. But the whole world thinks, this will make me happy. But the result is they become unhappy. They become mad, searching for sense gratification, searching for satisfaction, searching for happiness and satiation. They become mad because they don't know how to get it. They don't know that we're not this body, we're not this mind and senses, and you can never be fully satisfied by sense-sparse boga. Because why? It has its beginning and its end. Nateshu Ramate Buddha, an intelligent person, doesn't take pleasure there. For example, if you start thinking, Jayato Vishayan Pumsa, I want to eat pizza. Wow, yeah. Big, round, extra cheese pizza with lots of veggies. And you, oh, I've got to get one. And you go to the kitchen, you make one, you offer it to Krishna. I don't know if Krishna eats pizza. Of course, in this con, <laughs> Krishna eats lots of pizza. So, you, when you eat that first piece of pizza, you think, I've gone to heaven. You're doing abhishekam for your tongue. And the, oh, this is so delicious, so tasty. I'll have another. And you eat another piece of pizza. And it's still delicious. It's not quite as good as the first piece. But you're still not satisfied. Give me another, maybe another. Think, oh, I can't eat more. I'm stuck. Then what happened to the experience of enjoying eating pizza? It had its beginning and it has its end. And if we examine every single sense, sensual activity without exception has its beginning and it has its end. So we become frustrated. The whole, it's a frustrating, the name of the game is frustration, dissatisfaction. That people think, I will become satisfied by this activity. And it is an impossible proposition. We become 
satisfied. We become santushta by little austerity. Santosh, satisfied. We become satisfied by controlling our senses, not by indulging our senses. This is the whole principle of Krishna Bhakti. How to dovetail the desire for satisfaction with Krishna. Krishna will satisfy you. He can satisfy you more than Devatas. He can satisfy you more than anything. He's Govinda. He's Gopal. Govinda means he's the master of our senses. He's the lord of our senses. He's giving satisfaction to our senses, to the cows, to the land. And he'll give you satisfaction also if we develop relationship with Govinda where you're fully satisfied. Otherwise, how is it possible that devotees turn their back on all these other things? Illicit sex, gambling, intoxication, meat-eating, unrestricted sensual activity. How do we turn our back? Because, Vishaya minivartante nirahrasya dehina rasavarjam rasopyasya we're enjoying the highest satisfaction with Krishna, who can give us complete satisfaction, complete santosh. But before that happens, next thing, titiksha. A devotee is known. This is one of the ornaments of a devotee. In third canto, we read, titikshava karunika surada sarvadehinam ajata shattava shanta sadava sadubhushanam. The bhushanam, the, one of the ornaments of a sadhu or sadvi, is tolerance. Because as before we come to that stage where I am satisfied with Krishna, this is a, high, a very high thing actually, that I am completely satisfied with Krishna. Nothing else. I'm not interested in any other thing. That's a high position. So what to do before we reach that, that stage? Before we reach that, we have this mental, intellectual game going on battle that I want to do this Oh, but this isn't good for me. My guru said I shouldn't do this. But I want to do it. But I don't. I want to do it. But I won't. I will. I won't. I will. I will. I won't. I won't. Back and forth battle until we come to a higher stage where we lose attraction for sensual activity. There's this mental, intellectual battle that goes on. And until that comes, until the stage of satisfaction with Krishna comes, santosh with Krishna comes, we have to be we have to tolerate and be very determined in our spiritual life because this is a this is a qualification yesha mantukatam papam jananam punya karmanam te dwandva moha nirmukta vajanti maam dvidavrata we have to the dwandva mohena the dualities of life the austerity and the boga and tyaga this battle that goes in our mind, Boga, Chaga. If you want to be Dridavrata, we have to give we have to give up sensual like the sinful life. Yesham Andagatam Papam. Andagatam means there has to come to an end of Pap. Without that there's no Dridavrata. So before we come to that stage where we're really in love with Krishna and we forget about our senses and our mind and our all the other things associated with that Janam 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 Sundarim we have to be tolerant, and we have to. In this, we have to tolerate our own. We have to tolerate our own self. What to speak of the behavior of other people, the weather, other living beings, all these other circumstances of material life? There's no solution. Because most of these things we have no control over. Are we in control of the weather? Oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's too cold. It's raining. It's snowing. We're not in charge of that. What is the solution? Tolerate. When your mind is disturbed, when you're being dragged by your mind, and you're battling with your mind, you're struggling with your own mind and senses, what is the solution? Tolerate. It'll go away in course of time. But before it does, tolerant. So these things are important. Next thing, Prashraya. Uh, devotee is gentle. Devotee is gentle by nature. A brahmana, especially, is gentle by nature. He's not, he doesn't have his, his sword and shield of life. He's battling through life. Shatriya means different type of nature. Shoryam teja triti daksham yudhyap chapya palayanam dana vishwara bhavascha shatra karma sabhavacham. And he's ishwara bhav. He wants to be the boss. He wants. He likes to tell people what to do. 
And society needs that. We need leaders like that in ISKCON. We need people that organize and tell people what to do. S servant leaders that have this nature, shoryam, teja, they're heroic, powerful, generous. They don't flee the battle. These are the qualities of a leader. But Brahman isn't like that. He's prashraya. He's gentle soul. And he's full of vidya, knowledge, because knowledge is the result of our spiritual practice. Vidyabhadu jivanam, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. As we practice our Krishna Bhakti, we get realization, we get knowledge. This is the result that Krishna, he says in Gita, Tesham Satata Yuktanam, Bajatam Preeti Purvakam, Dadami Buddhi Yogam Tam, Jainamam Upayantite. We get the highest knowledge, the highest blessing by the practice of Krishna Bhakti. Dadami, Krishna says, I give, I personally give to you that knowledge by which you can come to me. The knowledge of what is this world? Who am I? How did I get here? Who is God? What is the process of self-realization? That comes to us, Tesham Satata Yuktanam, by always being engaged in the Lord's service, Bajatam Preeti Purvakam, with love. Krishna doesn't need our service. Lakshmi Sahasra Satasam Brahmasebhyamanam Govindamadi Purusham Tamahamajami He's being served by lakhs and crores of Lakshmi's, goddesses of fortune. Does he need our little Patyam Pushpam Palam Toyam? He does not. He doesn't, but we need to serve him. This is the devotional mentality. There's a beautiful, ex extraordinary lecture Srila Prabhupada gave at the installation of Rukmini Dwarkadish in Los Angeles. At the end of the lecture, he's giving the process of, worship, of offering something to Krishna. He said, Krishna, I'm low. I'm rotten. I'm fallen. Then he begins to cry. But I've brought you this thing. Please accept. I've brought you this thing. Please accept. This is bhakti. Bhajatam preeti purvakam. That Krishna responds to our preeti by our devotion to him, by our love to him. Not by our giving money, by doing austerity, by visiting holy places. These things feed our inclination for bhakti. But if they don't produce bhakti, it's just a waste of time. This is the objective, to have feeling for Krishna, to have love of God. And that knowledge of, of our, the, the world, the atma, the prakriti, the pradhan, modes of nature, that's all good. That develops automatically. But the objective, those things without Krishna, as we said, bhagavad bhakti hinasya, without bhakti, what is the meaning to it? The Mayavadis are very learned. They're deeply learned in Shastra. They're renounced. They have no home. They eat very simply. They sleep on the floor. But they're averse to the personality of Godhead. A new bhakta who just begins, who picks up a mala and starts to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra is millions of times more dear to the Lord than a person who is learned, so-called learned, and, re and renounced and detached from the world, but thinks, Aham Brahmasmi, I am, I am Brahman, I am the Supreme Person, Om Namo Narayan, I am Narayan. So knowledge is good, but knowledge, jnana cannot give you bhakti. It's like if you want to eat a mango. First thing you do, you wash the mango off, you get a sharp knife and you peel it. Then you cut the good part of the mango away, you reject the seed, the peels, and you cut the pieces and you offer to Krishna. So, the knife is instrumental in eating the mango. But you don't eat the knife. You eat the mango. So knowledge is like the knife. It's, very, it's helpful to our advancement in spiritual life no. to understand who we are and what is this world. But knowledge will not give you bhakti. bhakti only bhakti begets bhakti. So vidya, knowledge, vidyabhadu jivanam. Knowledge develops in a devotee's heart because he is engaged in Krishna's service. Dadami buddhi yogam tam. I give you the intelligence by which you come to me because you love me. You're serving me. This is Krishna's loving reciprocation for this devotee. <coughs> Anasuya. Next item. Without envy. This is a big one because in this Srila Prabhupada said, I am envious of you. You are envious of me. This is the nature of the material world. And it's true. We're not here because we're lovers of God, we're humble lovers of God and non-envious. 
our whole devotional life is can be um, understood by our level of freedom from envy. Dharma, <coughs> anasuyave, devotee is, <coughs> excuse me, is anasuyave. Has no envy. He's the well-wishing friend of every living being. He's especially the well-wishing friend of another devotee. This is the symptom of a Madhyam Bhakta. Ishratada Dineshu Balisheshu Drisatsucha Prema Maitri Kupo Bheksha Yakkaroti Samadhyama Madhyam Bhakta develops friendship. He is a worshipper of the Lord for whom he wants to develop Prema and for the associates of the Lord he wants to develop friendship and he's merciful to innocent people and he rejects the association of envious people. So, we can judge our advancement in spiritual life to see how do you feel when a devotee gets married. Have a beautiful, they marry a beautiful husband or wife. They have a child. They get a raise. They, they buy a, a beautiful home, maybe better than your home. Maybe they're making more money than you make. They have a more successful husband or wife, a more beautiful wife. Do you, do you feel happy for them? Or do you feel envious? Our, our conditioned nature is we feel envious. We have to give up envy because in the spiritual world, you can be lusty for Krishna. You can be greedy for Krishna. You can be angry for Krishna. But you cannot be envious for Krishna because envy is a reflection of our innate envy for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Because why does that person, why is he progressing in life? Why is there beauty? Why is there opulence? Why is there success? By Krishna has given it. Karma Faldata, by His grace, they've achieved that. So who are we envious of? We're envious of Krishna. But if we give up envy of Krishna, we see the whole world as our friend. And we are the well-wishing friend. And in our society, we should feel like this. If we can manifest these qualities in our sanghas, people will line up at the door to join us because everyone wants to be loved. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be respected. Everybody wants to be free from this horrible thing called envy. Where you're not the well-wisher of someone, you think, why not me? I should get, I should get that. that I, why did that person get it? This is a horrible feeling. So we overcome that, number one, by understanding what's going on. This is my mind. Again, my rascal mind giving me grief, beating me up, being envious, and we reject this. We reject this pushing of the mind, this nonsense rascal mind being envious. Devotees, well-wishing for him, surida sarvadehinam, ajata shatrava shanta sadava sadubhushanam. Ajata shatrava means that a person for whom his enemy was never born. He's a well-wisher of the world. This is a devotee. So we should cultivate this feeling and when if we see some that that little Hiranyakashipu Kansa Dantavakra nature in our mind and heart raise its ugly head, reject it. Say this is we re- get out. I'm happy for this devotee. I I bow down to this devotee. He's more than me. Or he's she's more than me. There's a nice story about this verse. Srila Prabhupada was doing business in Allahabad. He had his pharmacy there. And his beloved godbrother, Odbi Hare Kapoor, uh, his diction name was uh, Keshav? No, what was it? Anyway, he wrote some books under his uh, legal name, Odbi Hare Kapoor. I'm forgetting his diction name. Anyway, he would come in and joke with Prabhupada. So one day he said to Srila Prabhupada, you have so many powders here and gutikas and elixirs and syrups and pills and tablets. He said, do you have one that will give me Krishna Prema? Just take the tablet and I get Krishna Prema. So he was joking with Prabhupada like that. So Prabhupada replied, you know, one, never one to be outdone. Prabhupada replied, no, I don't have that, but I know the formula. What is that formula? If we become humble, if we become non-envious, then Krishna Prema is in our grasp. Otherwise, it is not. 
we have to practice what we preach. We sit and recite, we recite these mantras, and we should, but we should also enter deeply into the meaning and significance in our life. If we don't, then we're just like parrots. We have to enter deeply because our whole Vaishnava theology, Gaudiya Vaishnava theology, is encapsulated in this um, Sikshastakam, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instruction to us. So we should be non envious. And actually, we're not going to finish this verse. Uh, it's been an hour. I should ask for questions, but we'll read the rest of them actually in uh, review that we should control the mind, control the senses, we should practice austerity, recitate, we should recite Vedic literature, we should study, we should practice renunciation, satisfaction, tolerance, be gentle, knowledgeable, without envy, satisfied in self-realization, and we should be qualified. Yuktasya, we should be qualified in this way. And this is a Brahmana. You're not a Brahmana just by initiation. That you show your thread, I'm a Brahmana. In fact, I had this. It was a very great revelation for me. I was very, very fortunate to join ISKCON in 1973 in Portland, Oregon. Portland, as you may know, is a port city. You can drive or navigate a big ship, an ocean liner, from the Pacific Ocean to the Columbia River, Willamette Ocean, and park the big ship in the middle of downtown Portland. So it was Janmashtami and a ship called Aradhana. An Indian ship had come to Portland, Oregon, and the ship's crew discovered there was a Krishna temple. So they came to the temple. There may be six or eight of them, but unfortunately, seven of them were drunk. The captain was not drunk. He was a cultured man. And these are Janmashtami, and they've been drinking. So this one man, he's, he's hardly able to stand, but he pulls out a sacred thread and says, <coughs> I'm a Brahmin. <laughs> you, know, you're, you are a Brahmin, is it? You're drunk. You're an alcoholic. What are you doing with thread? And I didn't say that to him. I was polite. But it was a very big revelation for me. Now, what does it mean to wear a thread if you don't have the qualities, the qualifications of a Brahmin? So... We discussed a few of the qualifications here. There's many other beautiful places in Bhagavatam, 11th Canto, where it talks about uh, Varnashram Dharma, many qualifications of a Brahmin. And we should try and develop those qualities. Why? For the benefit of society, to lead society, because Prabhupada wanted a class of genuine Brahmanas. Thank you very much for your kind attention and the opportunity to speak to you. I'm very grateful to all of you. And may we all develop these qualities and please Srila Prabhupada and at the end go back to Godhead. Hare Krishna. Mancha Kopatu Bishakrapa Sindhuvicha Patitanam Pa Mini Bhavishnabyonama. Does anyone have any call, uh, comment or question? Or if I made any mistake, please correct me. Thank you so much Prabhuji for enlightening on uh, so many uh, points, important points in this verse. Uh, devotees have any questions or comments or feedback, please go ahead. It was such a nice class, touching on many aspects. Yeah, all things, uh, all other feelings could uh, be converted to rasas for the Lord, but the envy can never be tolerated by the Lord because that, that is the reason why we are here. That was a very nice uh, uh, reminder uh, for all of us. And also, uh, your uh, references from the scriptures uh, make us. I mean, our Shastra knowledge also becomes very strong when you hear your lecture, bro. That is so nice. And uh, where we should love, I find we out the devotees. We should love devotees. Don't be envious of devotees. It's the most horrible yes. feeling to be envious of somebody. Yeah. Thank you. Nice comment, Prabhuji. Very important point you're mentioning. Yeah. Anything else? Matajis, Prabhuji's. 
अविधान हो गया हरे कृष्ण मानिनी माताजीटिंग एंड हाईलाइटिंग द मोस्ट इम्पोर्टेंट पॉइंट ऑफ अवर फिलोसफी सो थैंक यू सो मच फॉर कमिंग सो रेग्युलरली एंड एनलाइटनिंग Very nice. Very nice. I should say this. Say the same for you, Mataji. You're a very nice preacher. So may your preaching increase more and more for the benefit of society. Okay, I have to take my leave. Also, it's been a very busy day. Devotees are the Delhi devotees are coming over tomorrow. All the leaders from Delhi, Iskand, are coming over. It's a very great opportunity to serve these amazing devotees. Shukmini Krishna Prabhu Karuna Chandra. uh who else many of the temple leaders are coming over tomorrow so we have to prepare to serve them nicely so i'll excuse myself and again thank you for the opportunity to 